This is The Playbook. Welcome to Entrepreneurs The Playbook. This is David Meltzer. I'm here with an old friend, Joe Hart. You may have heard of his company. He's president and CEO of Dale Carnegie. And Joe, welcome to The Playbook. Hey, thanks, David. Great to be with you again. It's so exciting to have you because I will tell you that I believe in mentorship, um, but I don't just believe in real live mentorship. I think some of the greatest mentorship that I've had are from people that are no longer here. Um, and Dale Carnegie uh, is one of those people. Napoleon Hill is one of those people. Dr. Wayne Dyer now, I've had the blessing uh, uh, to be mentored by him in person, but I've probably gotten more since he's left us than uh, while he was here. Uh, but more importantly, you have carried the torch and the incredible success of Dale Carnegie uh, through Dale Carnegie leadership. And you have your podcast, uh, which is sharing the great playbooks of success called Take Command, uh, which is a Dale Carnegie leadership podcast. But now you have your new book. And uh, as I kind of perused it and am looking forward to listening to it, as we previously were discussing you know, it just is so aligned with how to be happy. Yeah. And I, I know most people don't equate the happiness side into take command, find your inner strength, build endurance relationships and live the life you want. But all it did was reek to me of here's a great way to learn how to be happy. I consider it to be making a lot of money, helping a lot of people and having a lot of fun. When you set out to take command, what was your main mission uh, or your main trajectory that you were looking at with this over-encompassing way to take control of your life? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. You you started with mentorship, and and I, you and I are completely aligned. I, and I know we've we've talked before about the people in our lives who have impacted us, and certainly Dale Carnegie is someone who who impacted me tremendously, and my co-author Michael Crum. You know, and we we really were talking about these amazing uh, books, how to win friends and influence people, how to stop worrying and start living. And, you know, in the midst of the pandemic, I mean, my gosh, we were all going through so much and I'm leading this global comp company and, and in January 2020, I'm watching, you know, all of the our territories begin to start to shut down. And it was it was a terrifying time. And, you know, and part of what I took away, you know, in March 2020, I was waking up in the middle of the night, um, just really negative thoughts. You know, I had this epiphany, David, and, and it was really around Dale Carnegie talking about our thoughts and and just how, you know, if if uh, basically the biggest challenge that we all have is the management of our thoughts. And if we can manage our thoughts, then, you know, you manage your life. And there's a great quote, and I, I know you love kind of the ancient philosophers, you know, Marcus Aurelius, who said, you know, our lives are what our thoughts make it. And, you know, for me, that was a, a, a huge turning point. And I, I completely recast my, my thoughts. And as an organization, you know, we, we not only uh, made it through COVID, we, we are, we're thriving, thankfully. And I think that's in large part to our franchisees all over the world and our team members all over the world. But to your, your, your question, what we wanted to do was to take Dale Carnegie's wisdom and to get it to people um, to build off of it, to, to use modern stories, diverse stories from people all over the world, situations that that are are really current that can connect to people where they are, and and our goal was really to kind of pay it forward, if you will. I mean, Dave, uh, Dale Carnegie had uh, I've been such an important part of my life. How do we help get Dale Carnegie to uh, so many other people? Yeah, for over a century, Dale Carnegie has been training people uh, with the mindset. Uh, but as I've studied Dale and study you now and Crum, by the way, uh, it's really interesting because I've always focused early on in my career 
learning what to do and say by my thoughts and you know really saw uh, Carnegie's work as something that would help me do everything in a trajectory of what I think I want to say everything in a trajectory of what I think I want by controlling my mindset. Uh, but as I've evolved as a leader and been through several trainings of Dale Carnegie and tried to listen to as many podcasts of yours as I can and your books, but it's interesting because I've moved to a different realm and it seems as if your take or you know this control or command uh, perspective really drives two other aspects that I didn't see when I was young. I'm sure you know you and I have very similar academic backgrounds. We were looking at the do and say a lot early on in our careers, but I really think that your book and Carnegie's teachings and trainings deal a lot with how our thoughts affect how we believe and how we feel, which I've also learned has a higher frequency or vibration that in the laws of intention, what we do has a level of intention, what we say, what we think, but we really elevate that by what we feel and what we believe, you know, through the process of writing this book and what you're teaching, this inner strength, how much does it apply Carnegie's trainings and teaching to not just what we do, say, and think, but how we believe and feel? Oh, hundred percent. I think that what you, you've touched on something that's really important, which is, you know, we have our thoughts and how we, what we think. And then we also have our feelings. So you have thoughts and emotions and, and really, and, and just to back up, take command is really about, you know, being intentional. It, it's about being intentional with our lives. So often, you know, we can, we can let our days and our weeks and our months go by all of a sudden years go by. And we're like, how do we get here? You know, I didn't really, I haven't been doing the things that I wanted to do or, or, you know, from an intentionality standpoint, going to your question about thoughts and emotions take command of my thoughts and emotions, which is the first part of this book, first of three parts, is about, you know, being intentional and saying, you know, um, you could have, and Dale Carnegie talked about this, two people in the exact same situation, same set of facts, one person is, is miserable and negative and victim and down, and the other person is thriving and looking for opportunity, and it all comes down to our thoughts, but our emotions tie into that too, because, you know, we've got you know, if I if I let myself get down, if I let myself get angry, resentful, frustrated, all of these things can just can keep me from moving forward. So the book has stories and strategies really about um, developing your thoughts and your emotions and helping to make sure that they are serving us instead of our being kind of just a victim to however I happen to feel in a particular moment. When you look at the foundational principles that can be expanded and uh, applied to each and every decade as, you know, something's over 110 years old, uh, it changes uh, how it's applied and, and how it's looked at. Uh, a gentleman that maybe you're familiar with, Dennis Waitley, uh, who's one of my mentors early on in my career as I graduated law school and went more the internet route with my law degree than the supposed where I was supposed to be as an oil and gas litigator. Um, but it, he said something really interesting when he handed me uh, Dale Carnegie's book uh, in my early 20s. He said, David, he said, this book, it will just plant a seed for you. He said, my goal in life is to plant seeds, plant seeds under trees that I may never sit under. And Carnegie is one of those people that probably has planted more seeds in our leadership and culture than anyone in our country, uh, not just because of longevity, but the impact of the content that people like you are carrying on and amplifying as well. Uh, for you, 
when was that seed put into your uh, harvest and how has that seed grown and continue to allow you to plant other seeds with your new book? Uh, which by the way, I, if I would have known it was coming out January 10th, 2023, I would ask you to, to delay it one day because my birthday, I was born January 11th at 111. I could have brought you some extra karma, some extra luck with the 111 situation, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 I wish I had known, you know, it's always good to have good, good karma, but uh, well, I mean, thank you for the question. You know, your question takes it back. You know, my father uh, and my mother, I, I, I had phenomenal parents um, and I grew up in a house that was a very supportive one. Uh, my dad in particular used to say, you know, life's about personal growth. He was very goal-oriented. And he was the first person to start talking about Dale Carnegie. He gave me a copy of How to Win Friends when I was in my teens. My mother uh, was a 1965 Dorothy Carnegie graduate. She took the Dorothy Carnegie course. And so I grew up in a house where there was this, you know, talk about Carnegie and the principles of and, and interacting with people and, and so forth in a positive way. But it was not until I took the Dale Carnegie course in 1995, I was in, as a young lawyer, which I know you can relate to, you know, you're a young lawyer, you think you got, you know, the world figured out. And um, that course did two things. It would never, well, maybe three. One is it changed my vision because we, it challenged me on what do you want to do with your life? Um, it helped me gain empathy and really a much better sense about how I could interact with people in a more constructive way. Because I think at that time, I wasn't really, you know, I was just very, it was about me. And it really was a lot less about other people. And the third thing was it gave me the courage and frankly, the guts to ultimately leave the practice of law, go into business, and then ultimately to start an e-learning company in 2000. So it was a long time ago. But um you're right about the seeds that are planted because I think, you know, Dale Carnegie, you think about the tens, the hundreds of millions of people over, over the years who've been impacted by his thinking. Um, How to Win Friends has been a best-selling book for 86 plus years. So, I mean, those ideas continue to plant seeds. And, and frankly, our hope is that Take Command will do that. And it will point people back to read how to win friends, read how to stop worrying, take a Dale Carnegie course. These are things that will enrich people's lives uh, and, and help them be more successful in their careers and their relationships and their futures. Absolutely. One of my favorite uh, takeaways is that we shouldn't listen to ourselves. We should talk to ourselves. And we've talked about taking command of our thoughts. We've talked about taking command of our emotions. We've talked about taking command of our life and uh, with the intentions, I call it the five levels of intention. But you also talk about something that scares everyone. You know, we talk, the past is full of regrets and, and guilt. And so if you can identify that, you can free yourself. Uh, but the future is always full of anxiety for a great reason. We don't know what's going to happen. That's one constant. And you teach really or talk about what questions to ask ourselves, how to talk to ourselves when we're developing a future for ourselves. Uh, what are some of the ways that we should talk or questions we should ask of ourselves in order to take command of our future, which carries the most anxiety of anything uh, in our lives? Yeah, well, it's a great question. You know, we talk in uh, chapter four of the book about building self-confidence. And, you know, that self-confidence consists of, you know, both our self-efficacy, which is our the belief that we are capable of doing something, and our self-worth, that we ourselves are, are valuable. And, you know, part of what we talk about in that chapter, and I, I guess I'd say a couple of things. One, 
is that it's important to kind of sometimes look back to look forward. So you, you look back and you recognize the things that you've done. You know, a lot of times we can be so self-critical. It's like time out, you know, think about all the things that I've done well and right to get to this point and acknowledge some of those things. You know, another thing is just to, to pay attention to how we are talking to ourselves. Uh, Dale Carnegie had said, you know, is it silly for me to give a pep talk to myself every day? It's like, no, it's not. You know, I mean, to, to be able to have that kind of affirming um, talk and to remind myself in a positive way, because it's in doing that, that I build my mindset, right? And I build that kind of automatic habit of just seeing the world. And then that gets to, to the other part of your question, which is, okay, um, am I willing to take risks? What am I really afraid of? Uh, is a great quote that I love. I don't know who said it, but that everything you want's on the other side of fear. Everything you want's on the other side of fear. So if that's the case, are you willing to take the risk? And, and so much of our fear exists in our minds, right? So if I can build the mindset, which says, you know, what is failure? Is failure um, trying something and just not achieving it or is it is it you know i'm going to try something and, and i if i learn from it that's then that's a success you know so a lot of this is, is interconnected but the first part of this book is really about helping people get to that point where you know we have self-confidence we've got courage we've got resilience we can handle adversity we can take risks and then we talk about part two taking command of our relationships and part three taking command of our futures and as you look at all the different chapters in the book, uh, it really holds a tonality uh, as Carnegie did with clarity and vision. But one of the other aspects that I like, I think that has been more an application of Carnegie and can show how well you know the training and how well you know your own stuff was the idea of balance with prioritization. See, a lot of people look for a falsity or a facade of balance that we're incapable of achieving every day uh, or would it be good for us even? And I love how you address balance within the context of the clarity and focus to add balance, a weighted balance according to some sort of prioritization in your life. How have you been able to effectuate that with all the different varied successes and amplifications of interest? And now uh, with your new book, even in the podcast and your job as CEO of Carnegie Training, how does that balance interplay for yourself as you were writing the book? And were there some reflective stories yourself when you were talking about it in the book? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the issue of balance is a really tough one for all of us, right? For you, for me, for all of us, we get a lot going on, families, you have businesses. And so how do you, how do you prioritize everything and balance everything, so to speak? And, you know, the answer is, I, I don't know that it's, it's always fluid, but it starts, it should start, I think, with values. And so we take people through an exercise of just, you know, defining what are the what are the values that are the most important to you and what's your vision for yourself. And at the end of the day, how do you how do you want your legacy to be remembered? We've got a whole range of stories of, of people, you know, who have gone through this level of, of exploration and self-exploration to say, you know, what's what's really important to me. And sometimes people people are afraid, you know, to take to your prior question, they're afraid to take that that chance. But when we have a strong enough why, when we have a, a clear sense of our values and, and that vision for ourselves, and when we've conditioned our minds for success, then we can move forward in that, that kind of way toward, toward balance. So I, I think balance is something that's constantly, it's fluid. You know, it, it's not going to be like uh, perfectly balanced Zen every day. 
you know, but if I'm doing the things that are important to me and I'm aligned with with those, then then that's pretty good. And by the way, some of the stories I, I think of people, um, I, I love some of the stories in the book. We had my co-author Michael Crom interviewed over a hundred Forbes under 30, 30 under 30 that people. And there's some incredible people who really got in touch. There's a, you know, Daniela Fernandez is someone who at 19 was so passionate about the oceans that as a Georgetown student, she started what is today the largest sustainable ocean alliance in the world. You know, so she's driven by her passion and she talks about, you know, different ways that she balances everything else she's in, in the podcast. But there are a lot of stories like that that really, I think, can, you know, the example teaches and that's one of the things I hope come that comes from the book for the reader. Well, I think so many people, especially post pandemic, or if that's what the period that we call it right now, uh, realize that we do have to take command of what's inside of us, our mindset, our heart set and our handset. And nobody does it better than Carnegie and no one does it better now than you uh, with your podcast, Take Command, but also, Thank you. of course, your book. Uh, and I want to encourage everyone. It came out in January, a day short of my birthday, but I'll celebrate it anyway. Uh, this, these seeds have been growing for over 110 years, over 30 million copies worldwide of how to win friends and influence people. We got a little bit ways to go with Take Command, but uh, understanding the content in this book, I'm sure it has uh, the evergreen, lasting, sustainable uh, seed planting capability that uh, Carnegie had. And we will not be miss or miss the beautiful book that Joe Hart and Michael Crum have come up with. Joe Hart, president and CEO of Dale Carnegie, needs no other introduction. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing your playbook. Go get Take Command. I promise you, your life will be at ease. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Joe. Thank you, David. Great to be with you. Hopefully I'll see you soon. Thank you. Okay. Sounds good. Take care. Thanks again.